Welcome to Ministries of the Bible. Again, where our main goal is to establish the truth according to God. Uh, my name is Mr. Powers. I'm your host, and I would like to introduce my co-host. This is St. James. How you doing, Mr. Powers, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing, uh, St. James? How's everything? Oh, everything is is wonderful, sir. It's been a little bit of a, a little bit of a break. Um, it wasn't not intended to be that way because we realized we still had one more episode, and we definitely appreciate everyone who's reaching back out to us. Uh, I was like, hey, what's up? What happened to the other episode? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's showing you that people are listening, and um, I definitely want to give a shout out to all those that's listening to continue to listen to Mysteries of the Bible, because again, our our main goal is to do what is to establish the truth according to God, St. James, and we have right. we have audiences all over. So we again want to give a shout out to all those that's listening in the states. Uh, continue to listen. Um, the ones that's listening, you got people listening in China, you got people listening in Brazil, um, in Jamaica, in Trinidad. So we definitely want to give a shout out to all those people that's listening to continue to listen because you're always going to hear stuff that's going to be revealed. This is why the show is called Mysteries of the Bible, St. James. We are here to reveal the mysteries that's not known in the world according to the Word of God. That's right, according to God. And that's really... That's a very important point, I think, Mr. Powers, too, because, like, well, you know, there's lots of perspectives out there, right? And the world so many. has a certain perspective, right? And so now the only place we're coming from is the only place where we can come from, right? Exactly. As we've been taught by our teacher, right, the prophet of God, the Father, the God sent comforter, holy apostle, and chief high priest, Azadakia. That's right. So we have that now, that understanding to be able to bring back what? The truth according to God. So what do we have in store? I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. No, definitely. Uh, I know you was getting ready to come in, but I definitely want to give praise to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, who has made all this possible and mm-hmm. has sent us the God's and Comforter, Holy Apostle, Chief High Priest, which is the one that Christ spoke about, the Comforter that would come in his absence and that mm-hmm. would bring all truth to us. In the time and age where we live in it, in a time and age where there is no truth, God has sent his prophet to bring back the truth. Right. Hmm. And um St. James, that's that's very important because um you went through a, a very a very good class uh last episode, which was the transformation of the dragon of St. James, and you were going and showing how um, Satan is the one that transformed himself into an angel of light, and the reason why you have all these doctrines out there, these ide- these ideologies, um, is because Satan had his opportunity to deceive the whole world, right? And he has done that, and it came to a point where the truth was no longer to be on the planet Earth, right, Saint James, as the Sorry. scriptures have prophesied that there will be a famine of the hearing of the word. Um, and that the men that had the truth would eventually be martyred. This is prophecy. Christ spoke about this. In that time frame is when you see a lot of these, uh, especially with the Roman Catholic Church and uh, uh, claiming to be the Church of God, uh, uh, mingled a lot of idea- uh, paganism and, and ideologies and false doctrine into what they called the church and mixed it and, and so-called Christianized it. And this is the establishment of these different churches that you see today. Uh, uh, it's uh, mingled in paganism. And we're going to talk about that because these churches, including the Catholic Church, they all claim to have the truth. 
but the truth can't be spoken about. It can be established if at one point there was no truth, if the truth was not here. It had mm-hmm. to come back on the planet Earth. That information that God will put on special men called prophets, he will have to send back a prophet, um, the main prophet, God the prophets, God the Father's prophet, excuse me, back on the Earth to bring all that information back. And right. here we are today, taught by God the Father's prophet, the Holy Ghost and Comforter, which has made everything possible, which has revealed all the mysteries that have been hidden for ages, being given to us to give to the rest of the believers that's out there that has to eventually come into the truth. St. James. Yes, sir. and it's, it's absolutely amazing. And you bring up some, uh, some some very important points, but just just like just follow the like the, just the logic, and which is such a point of wisdom in and of itself. Mm-hmm. It's like when our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ was born or created. Say, born created, right? Mm-hmm. He was created. Who was there with him? There right. was only one, right? He's the only begotten. Right, that's right. <laughs> From God the Father. That's so right. Now, how can somebody even begin to try to speak about the glory and the, the power and just... The deity is that is that I, mean, I want to make sure I'm not minimizing because I don't know if that goes into like you know, I doubt I'm gonna put it, let's just bring it back and see our God our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ the only one He's the only begotten of God the Father so now right if 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 the word has not been sent by the Father mm. you're not gonna know the whole story about our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ that's the beginning right. And it was exactly. to a man to be given to the nation of Israel the same way it was done all throughout the history of the people of God, right? Exactly. Abraham, Moses, right? you just keep on going down the line. Right? When it was actually picked to deliver the message from God to the people of God. Yes, yeah, so that's, I mean, wow. Yes, sir, Mr. Power. See, this is how we end up having, you know. <laughs> part two and three part, four and five right yeah because we haven't even gone into the topic you know we might as well do we, and we talked about it right so we do a transformation of the dragon you know part two to go through a lot of this the history that goes into it because exactly you know, exactly just, just given the time right it was only we were only able to cover it really at a service level without even going all the way back to see you know why well we just covered try to cover a a large amount of time in a short period of time, which is very challenging. So, you know, we did the best we could there through the understanding that we had and were taught by the Holy Ghost and Comforter, Holy Apostle and Chief Priest So now it's like, but now here we are recording on what? On on so-called Valentine's Day. So like, how can Valentine's we Valentine's Day special? Yeah, how mm-hmm. can we not have a Valentine's Day special, sir? <laughs> we have to. I mean. It's very important because, um, and like you mentioned, we, we're going to eventually circle back into and touch on the transformation of the dragon because just like we started speaking about it in the beginning, is I think it's some vital information and, and very important to just give the audience the closure of how everything happened um, from the biblical perspective, uh, combining it with historical references, and that's how you get the mm-hmm. complete picture of how everything came about. When somebody can be like, wow, that's how that happened? That makes sense. Why does that make sense? Because that's coming from God. That's why that makes sense. But um, right. and, and you brought it out perfectly in, in the class, the transformation of the dragon. Um, we will eventually uh, have a part two, God willing, and we'll bring closure to that. Um, 
But we definitely want to touch on Valentine's and the Valentine's Day special, St. James, because there is a lot that this entails. Um, Valentine's Day is just not an ordinary day, okay? What people consider it to be an ordinary day. They consider this to be like a, a, a higher day than normal. They call mm-hmm. it a holiday, okay? And this holiday that they are uh, talking about, which is uh, St. Valentine's Day, that happens every year on February the 14th, is a very popular day. Is it not, St. James? Right. Extremely, right? You got to get, you You got to have your Valentine, right? You got to have your flowers. Yes. You be you gotta my Valentine. Have, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get the heart shaped candies with little messages on it, and like you know how sweet, you know, or whatever, um, you know, all the things they, that they pushed on you from such an early age, even like in grade school. I remember, you know, you blushing, you know, you know, sign a card and put it on somebody's desk, and like, be my Valentine, right? Be my Valentine, and and, and and it also seems like that day happens to be a day where a lot of people hook up and get together. Um, there's a reason behind that. Um, okay, a, really? There's, really? Yeah, there's an origin behind that. That that's all. Um, historical. Um, that's not something that just came out of anywhere. And again, uh, uh, Valentine's or St. Valentine's Day, which again happens on February 14th every year in the month of February. Uh, that has a lot. The month, the word February has a lot to do with that. Uh, was known as Valentine's today, and we're gonna huh. get to that God willing a little later on to the show. Um, but it's a very popular holiday. Um, uh, it's, it's all throughout the entire world. It, almost celebrated in every single continent, um, multiple countries, and it's supposed to be considered, uh, St. James, a day of love, okay? Mm. <laughs> um, where you're with your mate, the person that you love, you got to show affection, got to show love for them that day. Like you mentioned, buying chocolates, getting the flowers, mm. getting them gifts, and it's just a day of love. Oh, see, no. Now, look, you <laughs> you know there's going to be the critics out there and like, all right, DC. This is this is just y'all y'all some haters, man. You all just do, you all just don't want to show love. That's that's what they're right. saying. You don't want to. What's wrong with love? Now you guys have issues with thanks and Thanksgiving, issues with gifts and Christmas, and now right. <laughs> not, now you don't like love. I mean, come on, man. Seriously. Well, right. Our job is to establish what truth according to God. So, what's God's that's perspective, what? Mr. Powers? I mean, I mean, definitely. Like, like he's brought up. We have to show the truth according to God, and and, and they call this a day of love. But mm. what is love? What is real love? Wow. Um, which we're gonna get into later on. Uh, what defines love? Mm. Is love defined by what they call Saint Valentine's Day? Is that what defines love? Everything that it entails is that what defines love? According to God, is is this something that God approves of Valentine's Day? Is this something mm. that has a a scriptorial background that you can say, hey, God said we could do this on this day. Um, you're going to find out that everybody's going to be sadly mistaken that no, you can't find that. There's no scriptorial reference to the celebration of the day of St. Valentine's the day known rather as St. Valentine's Day, February the 14th. Mm. Okay. But wow. But, but what you, what you, what's uh, St. James, I'm getting, I'm getting excited, so I'm starting to Mumble. Um, but you are going to find out, St. James, is that there is, like everything else, nothing is done by coincidence, St. James. This, this is what you're going to find nothing. out. You're, you're in uh-huh. Satan's kingdom. Remember, when Satan came to Christ, 
and put them up on them and, and, and brought them up in a mountain and was trying to give them his kingdoms. Um, mm-hmm. He said that those kingdoms, one, one very important thing that he said, and he mentioned in, in, in what took place in that event, and he told Christ that those kingdoms that he was offering, mm-hmm. all the kingdoms in the world and going into the future, starting with, that, with the one that existed at that time, the Roman Empire, he said they all belong to him. Right. They all belong to Satan. So that means if they all belong to Satan, everything that would be going on in those different kingdoms, its origin would have to go back to Satan. <laughs> and not Even God. Love. <laughs> Even love? Even love. Oh, man, Mr. Powers. They're going to try and get us in like this. Like, they even hate love. And even what they call love, because that's not what, right. that's not what love is. Exactly. The, the scriptures clearly, St. James, defines what love is. Okay, the, the, mm. the scriptures, the Holy Word of God, the King James Version of the Bible, clearly defines what love is. Um and let's 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 speak about holiday because they call that a holiday. Okay. okay? And I, I definitely want to get into that. And then if you can go ahead and give me second second Timothy's. I went through this before, but I feel it's very important that we bring it out now because there's a reason why this is being bought now. Um Second Timothy's three sixteen as well. And I want to talk about holiday because I'm gonna get into the scriptures concerning um what is a holiday. Okay. All right, sir. So, um, I got I got you second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. Mm-hmm. Before we go there, I want to explain what a holiday is because maybe mm-hmm. the world doesn't understand what a holiday is. Okay. A holiday is an old English word that's uh, uh, made up of two words. That's called that's known as a compound word, St. James. Um, and the compound word that it consists of is holy day. Okay, so holiday means holy day, a day hallowed. Okay, holy is separated for God's use, St. James. So please tell me, and this is to the audience, what is so holy about Valentine's Day? What's holy about it? Okay. Should we give him a Should we give him a minute to answer? Should we give him a couple of seconds to think about it? They, they need. Yeah, think about they, it. They need it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Silence like, for the space of a half hour. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Silence for the space of a half hour, CJ. And the amazing part of it is that when you, when you start doing um um like the scholarly research and you start noticing that the again the origins of you're gonna find out you're gonna be shocked when you find out the origins of Saint Valentine's and again um, how tradition has throughout time changed certain things, added certain elements to it, and it became known what is known today as Saint Valentine's Day. And, and we're going to go into how I got that name. Why is it in February? Why is it on February 14th? Why are certain things done at that day? Why do you have a, 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 a what they call a, they call another angel. That's not an angel going to God. Uh, who they call Cupid shooting arrows. Uh, calling him uh, shooting arrows of gold and giving you the touch of love and whatnot. Like, where's all that stemming from? <laughs> um, you're yeah, going to find out. That's, that's an amazing point right there too, Mr. Bowers. So it means, yes, Cupid is not an angel according to God. The angels do not fly around with little babies buck as naked. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're gonna find out what, what that is and we're gonna, you know, Lord willing go into that. Um for the believers that like to listen, um, you know, it's good that you listen, but this is more 
again, this is catered for the ones that's out there because they're the ones that celebrate in this. So we have to give them that knowledge, that information, that know-how to let them know, hey, you, what you're following is not of God. Mm -hmm. well, what is of God is what's written in the scriptures. And this is why it's very important that we go to 2 Timothy 3, verse 16, please, St. James. And let's read that. All scripture. You see that, St. James? All scripture. All scripture. Not one scripture, not two scriptures. Every scripture in the Bible. Every scripture of the word of God, which includes the Apocrypha, which is 14 books that was removed out of the original King James Bible. But you can still get them. Um, because a lot of the information that was in those books, which we're going to go into one of those books next, has a lot of information concerning the end, who the enemy is, and a, a lot of mysteries in there. So um, read it one more time, please. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So you see that every scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's coming from God. These scriptures is really coming from God. It's not coming from man. You have other books out there. Those books can't compare to the word of God. Okay, those books is written by men. Those books is written by the thoughts of men. The Bible is coming from God. And he gave this information to holy men to write down. And certain things he wrote down with his own finger, St. James, which we know. So all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Read. And it's profitable for doctrine. You see that? It's profits you for doctrine. Now, there's a lot of doctrines out there, right, St. James? There's a lot, um, man. But those doctrines is not going to profit you anything. They're vain. They're going to lead you to death, destruction, and eventually hell. But the word of God, the scriptures, which is inspired by God, that is profit profitable for doctrine. Read on. For reproof. For reproof, yes. Yeah, here to correct you. To show you where the truth is at. That's what the word of God does. Come on. For correction. You see that? For correction. So you got some people saying, well, yeah, God, God has nothing. God is okay with Valentine's Day. God is okay with Christmas as long as you have God in your heart. Nope. That's why the word of God is here. It's there to correct you. Any thought or any saying that you have concerning God, the word of God is there to correct you. That thought is not according to the word of God. St. James, if that if that belief that you have is not according to God's word, exactly the way he said you're supposed to do it, then the Bible is there to correct you on that. So you have preachers, you have pastors, St. James, that walk around with the Bible in their hand, but the things that's coming out their mouth is not what God said in the Bible. But the word of God is there to do what? To correct you. Come on. For instruction. In what is the word of God? Instruction. It is what? It is what? Instruction. Is instruction. Instructions to do the right thing. Instructions on what not to do. How to do things the way God said you're supposed to do it. Laws, statutes, commandments, laws on agriculture, dietary laws. It's instructions. How to build the temple according to God. How to wear certain clothing. How to dress mannerisms all that is in the word of god no other book can do that saint james there is no other book that touches every detail of your everyday life as if the bible was just written it will it will touch on every detail mannerisms how to deal with your parents how to deal with your husband how to deal with your wives how to deal with god how to deal with your neighbor how to deal with the temple how to deal with worshiping everything it is there for instruction and that instruction is, is in what read on Righteousness. Okay, it's instruction in righteousness. 
This is what the word of God does. And this is why the Bible is here. Okay, so now let's 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 deal with correction now. Uh St. James. And before I go there, is there anything you want to say on this? Nah, I think you covered that very well. So I mean, come on. So now what's the instruction of righteousness? And so now the Oh man, I'm sorry, sir. I was, I was like, oh, nah, you, you covered it. And then I'm sitting there like, yo, and just, just want to make it clear because some people, they might be on their seats. It's like, well, what about love? No, no. You, whose card is really going to get pulled tonight is everyone that thinks that they off the hook by trying to show a little bit of love one day out of the year. Right. Why one day? Why not every day? <laughs> when, when it comes down... Remember, we're talking about God and just how great he is and how much he loves, how much he loves his people that he gave his only begotten son for them just to give them an opportunity. I mean, excuse me. See, we were talking about that. Start going too fast. You can't even talk. An opportunity just to give them an opportunity to receive everlasting life. That's, that's no greater love. There, the scriptures tell you that there's no greater love than that. And you want to talk about Valentine's Day, a day of love. And then uh -huh. when you give the person something, they get mad at you. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> Where's my breakfast in bed? What? <laughs> give me a break. You don't love me. You're my roses. <laughs> will Where's my talking? Yeah, come on, man. Seriously. There's so much more. This, I mean, it's, oh, man, it's just, it's, it's just amazing. The truth is amazing. You know, God is amazing, and just the understanding that it, it brings you right back of what's actually required of you. Like, see, that, that is that part that you went over. So, the instructions in righteousness. Now, right. in order for you to be right, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just going to stop, sir, because I'm going to go to the end of the show, and we're not even <laughs> in between. Yeah, sir. Please come on, Mr. Powers. I mean, it's necessary that the world needs to hear this. Um, the things that you are following, this is why we take the time to go over these things. You you need to understand that. Um, and I don't know how clear, saying we're gonna do it. It's gonna be undoubtedly clear when you finish listening to us. When we when we when we when the Lord, if the Lord permits, and He allows us to go through a lot of these different things that's being set up and that's using the name of God to establish their doctrine and their ideologies. When you finish listening to us, you're gonna say. You're either gonna convert or you're gonna say, you know what? I know this is I know this is not the thing, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And then you just straight up evil. Right. And that that's okay. Because we only want the ones that God is gonna eventually bring back. That's what God is looking for. But that's we understand there's people that's gonna continue to be evil and do evil. But guess what? You're gonna know that what you're doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. you didn't know, you're gonna know. Because there's no way that if you're listening to this show and you out there and you're not in the truth, there's no way that you could continue. Doing the things that you do after you hear the truth being brought out. Impossible unless you defiantly want to go against God. And then that's your choice. Yeah, this is, I mean, there's so much. That's our job, right? Is to bring it clear. So at least you understand this is a choice that you're making. Now, now a lot of people, especially in this world, you know, if they just take such a long time, like some people, they're going to hit it right that first time. But just keep listening. If you haven't changed right away, all right. But keep listening and just see what the Lord actually does with you. The more and more right. you start to actually focus on things because, you know, Satan is a bastard. He really is. So you may hear this right now. And the next minute you over here right after the show, 
I hope I'm pretty <laughs> not, but trying to order some damn chocolates or something like that. Yeah, um, I mean, you know. But it shouldn't be, but it's just, you know, Satan just, he takes, you know, that's, remember, that's his job is this, this, as soon as, as soon as you get the information, as soon as you get the information in righteousness, Satan is right there to try to take it away. So you got to protect it. You got to hold on to it. Thank you. Thank you, St. John. I mean, that was, that was clear cut. Yeah, I mean, once they listen to it, it is eventually the ones that's going to come in, Um, you know, mm -hmm. those are never lost. God said that right. the ones that's given to them, they never lost. They're going to come in. And go, well, it's going to take them today, tomorrow, next year. Um, they're going to yeah. come in. That's right. You know, we, we understand that. So our, our our job is just to get to establish the truth, get the truth out there, according to God, let everybody know what the deal is. And the ones that's going to come in, they're going to come in. Oh, St. James, mm -hmm. praise God for that. And, th and thank God for God. Just thank God for God for just allowing us to have this information and to be able to teach this information and to of representing on his behalf because that's that's a great work and you know i want and i thank god and i love god for giving me this opportunity saint james uh -huh. to be able to teach this word to teach the world the truth about the true and living god our lord and savior jesus christ according to the bible yes sir man you said it beautifully i'm over here just i'm just i'm, I'm just sitting here listening and i'm also just reflecting as well and I'm just amazed, man. Just, just of all the things that we've learned, and especially when you talk about a subject as, as deep and profound as love. I mean, there's thank you. There's no way we can even try to cover it in. Oh no, in, you know, no. In, in 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 a show like this, you know, all we all we can really do and endeavor to do is just cut the hell out of Valentine's Day, so you all understand that this is not anything at all according to God. But just when you start coming into what's required for a parent, what's required for, you know, just to even have a partner, have it. Uh, it's, it's you know, married. I, I'm. It's it's yeah, sir. Say, it's a lot. Listen to me, sir. It's too much. Listen, it's a lot. It's a lot. And but, this is what. Go ahead. I was just saying it, it's, but it's all there, and and the only way that you can really be successful, the only way that you can, you know, really feel and appreciate it. I mean, because I, I I hope and pray that everyone really does get the sincerity that. Uh, Mr. Powers and I are speaking about this because this is all true. This all comes from deep personal experiences, things that we have learned, situations that we have been in, our own cards being pulled and having to face things that we have done and realize, nah, that's not the right thing. You got to change that. Right. Fix that. I mean, that that's that's what love does. Right. Right. Exactly. It, it causes you to stop and like, wait a minute, I'm what I'm doing is hurting somebody else, and is that mm -hmm. the way that God expects? When, yeah, see, I'm going to so the commandments, all the second greatest commandment. You, you got, I mean, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We gonna touch on that later. We definitely gonna touch yeah. on that later. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's great information. Like you mentioned, this is this is uh going into um uh what is real love, which is the the second part of the class. Um, we're not even gonna come close to touching that, but we're gonna give you an idea. Um, um mm -hmm. the main the main purpose is to get that information out there and to let you know that there's a lot more to what we're going into. You have to come in and learn. You have to come to the Israelite Church and God and Jesus Christ where the truth is taught and know who you are and, and give you that opportunity to repent and have everlasting life. So this is our job to establish the truth and to let the believers know, the ones that's gonna eventually become believers, that this is the path, this is the way to righteousness, mm -hmm. this is the way to everlasting life. So, but we're gonna move on, St. James, and we're gonna go into um, establishing um, correction. Because remember, the word of God is here to do what? It's here to correct. So, right. what, we, what are we gonna correct? Well, people are, are calling out their holidays. 
mm. the origin okay. of what a holiday is. Because before you know, I want everybody to understand what a holiday is. Because what you calling out there holidays, that's not a holiday. That is not a holy day of God. That is not a high holy day, which is what the word holiday means. A high holy day. Okay. But what is a holiday according to God? And how were holidays established? Mm. Um, let's go into the, the Apocrypha, to the book of Ecclesiasticus, chapter 33. Okay. Yes, sir. And I believe you want uh, 17. Uh, verse 8, I think. 7, 7 and 8, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. yes, sir. And uh, when you get it, um, St. James, we're here to establish what is a, uh, a holiday. Um, you know, you got President's Day uh, coming up. You got Valentine's Day, they call that a holiday. You got President's Day, they call that a holiday. Um, uh, January the 1st, they call that a holiday. I mean, you know, Easter, they call that a holiday. These different things are holidays. July the 4th, um, holiday, a word, again, a word that's uh, made up of two words, a compound word that means holy day. Um, mm -hmm. In the scriptures, it speaks about holy days. And the ones that establish the holy day, the only one that can, can establish a holy day and make a day holy is God. So let's read about that. Ecclesiastes chapter 33. Mm -hmm. Tell me where you at, please. And verse 7 and 8. And just real quick, Mr. Powers, if, if I can just digress for a minute, just in case someone is hearing for the first time, that, you know, this is the Apocrypha. So this is 16 books. Excuse me. I say 16 14. Books. 14. Crazy? I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. 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 i 14 books that were taken out of the original King James Version of the Holy Bible, but it's absolutely the unadulterated word of God. And you find it, um, it's, it, they took these books out and put them in one book that's, that means hidden book. Uh, so exactly. There's a lot of history on that too, but Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter 33, verse 7, Miss Powers. I'm ready when you are, sir. Let's go for it. Why doth one day excel another? So now the scriptures is putting a question out there. And the scriptures saying, why doth one day excel another? When you look at the origin of the word holiday, which is holy day, and it goes into high holy day, it's making one day different than another day. So the question is being posed here, St. James, why doth one day excel another? Why is one day better than another day? That's the question. We don't know. When is all the light of every day in the year is of the sun. So again, is 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 then you know like what makes it different? Every day of the year gets his light from the sun. So what makes a day different from another day? And people understand that. People understand holiday, the word holiday. This is why there's certain days that you don't work, like President's Day, New Year's mm -hmm. Day. They know that that day is considered higher than a normal day. The question is, what makes days different? What makes them holy? What makes them higher than another day? Is it according to what man says? Or is it according to what God says? Let's read on. By the knowledge of the Lord, they were distinguished. So what makes a day different from another day? What makes a day excel another day? Word excel also means greater. What makes a day, St. James, greater than another day? Read that part again. By the knowledge of the Lord. Stop. By what? The knowledge of the Lord. The knowledge of the Lord. By the knowledge of God. 
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What did he do? He distinguished those days. By the knowledge of God, read on. They were distinguished. They were what? They were distinguished through his knowledge, through great events that took place in the history of the nation of Israel, like the Passover, for example. That made a day greater than another day. A great event that took place in the nation of history in the nation of Israel's history that caused God in, to intervene in that event and to deliver the children of Israel that made that day greater than another day. That's where you get holidays from. Read on. And he altered seasons and feasts. You see, it's telling you right there. And he altered seasons and feasts. These how God established feasts. These feasts became eventually known as holidays, the word holiday today. Read on. Some of them have he made high days. You see that? So from the knowledge of the Lord, they were distinguished. Okay, there was great events that took place, St. James, within the nation of Israel that became known as history. Okay, and those days that God intervened and, and allowed deliverance to come into the nation of Israel, he made those days what? High days. What's another right. word, St. James, for high days? Holy days. Which right. became known today as what? Holiday. Read on. Middle of verse 9. Actually, from the top, so I'm sorry. Okay. Some of, some of them have he made high days. Right. And, some of them he... I'm sorry. And hollowed. I'm reading. Thank you. I'm messing it up. I'm messing it up. It's Let okay. me read it again from the top. Some of them have he made high days and hollowed them. So some of them God made high days. Okay, they're higher than a normal day. What's considered a high day according to God? Passover. Feast of Unleavened Bread. The Sabbath. Purim. Hanukkah. The Feast of Tabernacles. The Memorial Blowing the Trumpets. Purim. These are high days. These are holy days. These are the true holidays of God. Okay? God made them high days. And he hallowed them. He made them holy. That's why they became known as high holy days. Or St. James, as they say today, holiday. See how that makes sense? The yes, wisdom sir. behind God. Okay? Read on. And some of them hath he made ordinary days. And some of them hath he made ordinary days. What's an ordinary day? Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, unless, because um, I went to that a couple of classes ago, um, we, we go by well, God's instructions. So our calendar is a lunar calendar. So based according to the moon, if one of those high holy days, St. James, falls on a regular day, like on a Monday or a Tuesday, that particular day in that year, that according to the moon, that high holy day fell on, is no longer a regular day, but now becomes a high holy day. Mm. Make sense? Perfectly, sir. Yes, sir. And, and this is where holidays are established. I mean, everybody knows what a holiday is because they know that that day they don't work. They know that day is different. They know that day is special. They know that day that, that is off to commemorate and observe whatever it is they're observing in that day. But those are not mm. the holidays according to God. Mm. Wait. Hey, hold up, Mr. Valley, a question then, sir, real quick. Sure. So, so you mean to tell me, all right, 
I'm gonna make sure I got it straight. So now there are certain days where miraculous events happen for the nation of Israel. And That's right. God set those aside and said, all right, these are holy days or high holy days or holidays. And they're there because of, of a specific purpose and all done according to the knowledge of God. So now, now there are other days that are recognized as holidays today. If we can't find them in the Bible, then that means that the source of or the knowledge as to why that day is a special day, it's still, there's still something that makes it significant, right? Right. It may, there's something that makes it significant, all right. There's something that makes it significant, all right, but it's not dealing anything with God. <laughs> oh, snap. Remember, I mentioned earlier that Satan told Christ that all the kingdoms that he's trying to offer him, if right. Christ worships Satan, he'll give it to him. Because he said, because those kingdoms are his. So mm. he has his own established so-called holidays. Wow. Okay? And this is what people don't realize. Let's go to Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, real quick. Okay, yes, okay. sir. And uh, I'm going to put a challenge out there to anybody. Um, for all those who try to say that Christmas and Valentine's Day and New Year's Day and um, all these in uh, Halloween and um, Thanksgiving and all these days that you know God is with that and and you go to church on that day and you celebrate mass like where is that in the scriptures like, where is that in the word of God you just read 2nd Timothy's 316 uh, a few minutes ago and we said that all scripture is given by inspiration of God so where's the inspiration of God on those particular days and where's the scriptural reference for it I would love anybody to show me that St. James that's a good question, sir. So let's go to Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, and let's read about where you will find God's holidays, where you will find God's high holy days, which is also known today as holidays, the real holidays. Leviticus 23 and 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying. So this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he's speaking unto Moses. Moses was... The leader of the children of Israel at that time when God delivered the children of Israel out of the hands of the Egyptians and God established the nation of Israel into a nation and delivered them to the hand of Moses. Now he had gave Moses the laws and instructions to give to the children of Israel. And this is what he had to say about these holy days. Read it again, please. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Lord. Concerning what? The feast of the Lord. We just read about the feast of the Lord. Okay, they're known as high days. Holy days. Holidays. Concerning the feast of the Lord. Read on. Which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations. Proclaim means to be publicly known. Openly. To be a holy convocation. A holy convocation is what? It's a holy gathering. Well, the children of Israel will come on that high holy day, which will be a Sabbath, a day of rest, and commemorate that event that took place miraculously, like you said, St. James, with the nation of Israel and how God intervened and delivered the children of Israel on that particular day that became known as a high day, it became known as a holy day. Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, is going to start to list those high holy days. Read on. Even these are my feasts. Okay, those are whose feasts? 
my feast. Those are God's feast. So please, anybody out there in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter, also in the Apocrypha, it's in 2nd Maccabees, the 4th chapter, and the 52, 52nd verse on down, when he speaks about Hanukkah. Also, when you read about Purim in, um, in, um, in the book of Esther, the ninth chapter, please show me. That's where all the high holy days are at. Please show me where you see Christmas. Please show uh -huh. me where you see Halloween. Please show me where you see New Year's Day, President's Day, um, Valentine's Day. Where are all uh -huh. these days in the scriptures, St. James? I don't, I don't know, sir. I believe they're not there, <laughs> sir. They're, they're not there as God's high holy day. You're gonna find, you will find what's known as Christmas. We went over that. But you're not going to find it in the Bible as a holiday of God. You're going to uh -huh. find that as a day of the heathens worshiping of idols, which is against God. <laughs> so, again, this is how God feels about these days. He despises them. He has his day set up, and these are the days that we're supposed to be following. So let's go to one more scripture, and then we're going to start going into what uh, Valentine's Day is all about. Let's show you how does God feel about these so-called holidays. Let's go to the book of Amos, chapter 5, and verse 21. Okay. Uh, is there anything else, you, anything you want to mention this, uh, uh, St. James? Because, again, there's a lot of information. Uh, we're here to establish what high holy days are, what are holidays, according to God, and how does God feel about the holidays, so-called holidays that's out there. Call themselves holidays because, again, holiday the origin of the word holiday is holy day. And that came from God. That came from right. God. So if you want to say that's a holy holiday, a holy day, and you want to go to mass on that day, so-called church and, and pray, I mean, they got nothing to do with God. So I, I don't understand. What are you doing? St. <laughs> James. Yes, yes, sir. I mean, the Amos 5, where you're going right now, sir, is going to explain it perfectly. That's, that's <laughs> how it feels. <laughs> How does God feel about these so-called holidays out there? Let's read that. Amos 5.21. I hate. What? What? I hate. See, we're reading out the Bible. People say God don't hate. I mean, hmm. how are you going to put God in the box and limit God? And right. God gave you all these feelings, but yet he can't express those same feelings. God expresses those feelings perfectly and righteously, St. James. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm. And what do you say about these so-called holidays that's out there? Read it again. I hate. Read on. I despise your feast I days. What? I, I despise. Wow, man, that's amazing, Mr. Powell. I'm sorry right there. It's like, just in case there was any confusion on if hate was strong enough. <laughs> yeah, he said I despise. Oh, man, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. You ever, you, I'm telling you, St. James, you ever heard somebody say, you get away from me, I despise you. You know what type of wording that is? That's yeah. strong words. And, and so that's, that's, what, that's what I'm tripping on right now. It, it says, look, I hate, look, all right, and then remix it. It's like, I hate, no, no, I despise. I like, hate's not even strong enough, man. I despise. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry, sir. And let's give you a little history behind Amos 5.21 because the word of God always reapplies. And you're going to have some so-called pastors and say, well, that's talking about the children of Israel. That's why it's read in the book of Amos chapter 5, verse 21. But yet what they don't understand, um, 
if the word of God reapplies itself. And the reason why that verse is there is because God wants everybody to know what his mentality is when you are celebrating a so-called holiday that's not the ones that he established, St. James. So you had the children of Israel during the time of that time period that you read about in Amos, the fifth chapter, and a lot of this information the Holy Ghost and Comforter brought out on the, on the class that he taught called This Is Your Wisdom, that mm-hmm. uh, the children of Israel, the kingdom split into two. You had the kingdom of Judah, you had the kingdom of Israel. And when the kingdom split, there was rivalries against each other. They was going at it with one another. So you had tribes um, that consisted of uh, about 10, about, I'm going to say about because you had Levi also involved in the, 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 the kingdom of Israel. Um, you had about 10 tribes and, you know, they decided that they didn't want to follow the rest of the tribes. So they split um, and, you know, they started doing their own thing and they started setting up their own places of worship, which was known as Bethel because they was going back to um, doing things. They wanted to do things differently. Nevertheless, God came back and he gave that word to the prophet Amos to tell the children of Israel how did God feel about those days that's being established by the children of Israel? He said he hates, he despises your feast days. And we know that the word of God reapplies itself because the reason why God put that there and allow his word to be there is to show the world the mindset of God and how he feels when a day that's established that's not his day, when a day that's established as a holy day that he did not set up, what is his attitude towards that? What is his feelings towards that? What is his mindset towards that? He said, I hate, I despise your feast days. You have days set up on the planet Earth, St. James, that's not set up by God. And the word of God is reapplying itself and it's telling you God's feelings. God don't change. Feelings he had back then? Because the children of Israel at that time, they also went to set up the house of Bethel, which is known as the house of God. Um, but they was establishing the worshiping of idols as well. And God was against that. What do you see going on today, St. James? The same exact thing. The worshiping right. of idols is all over the planet Earth. And they try to do that in the name of God. How does God feel about that? He hates that. He despises that. St. James, what do you think about that? It's amazing, sir. It's amazing that that people have the. You know, it, it just shows you that look, there's only one truth, and there's only one place you're gonna find the truth, which is in the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. That's right. That's it. I mean, because that's right. Clearly, otherwise, without this, you would be right out there among everybody else doing the same thing that they are, and you don't even realize how God is looking at you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So is that in that in that verse, St. James? No, sir. More. It says, it says, I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. Yeah, I mean, God is not going to accept your offerings. He's not going to accept the things that you're doing because those things that's being done is contrary to what God set up. Come on. Though you offer me burnt offerings and your meat offerings, I will not accept them. You see, you have people that do that. They, they sit down and they eat in the table Thanksgiving. They say they want to offer that to God. Thanksgiving to God. Let's sit in the round table with his whole hands and, and let's thank God for this meal. God, he ain't accepting that. That's against God. I mean, what do you think? You think you can sit down and, 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 and worship on a, on, a, on a day that's dedicated to idols, that's dedicated to Satan, and say a prayer to God? Where do you think that prayer is going to? It ain't going to God. Mm-hmm. 
He despises that. He mentions that even prayers become an abomination when you're being wicked. Amazing. This, this is this is this is. I mean, the level of evil, Saint James. The level of evil that's on this planet Earth is amazing. It's the, and you went over it in the last class. You went over how Satan deceived the whole world, of Saint James. And I mean, it is it is so clear, Saint James, that everybody's under Satan's web of deception. Yeah, they're clearly following Satan, Saint James. It's it's yeah, sir. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. Please, sir. I'm at a loss for words right now. I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the verses. Like it's, it's crystal clear. I mean, how based on even though people are ignorant, even though they're ignorant, maybe ignorantly doing these things, it's telling you crystal clear God's perspective, which is what our entire job is, right? Establish truth according to God. That's right. So let's go to one more scripture. Let's go to Romans, not Romans. Let's go to uh, uh, Jeremiah 10 and 2. And let's show you what God said about these different um, so-called holidays that set up by these um, heathens and claiming that they're doing it in the name of God. What does God say about that? Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 2. Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith who? The Lord. The Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read on, please. Learn not the way of the heathen. See, that's the problem. Everybody's learning the way of the heathens because Satan has established his realm on the earth. He's establishing his kingdom. We know that he's the prince of the power of the air. We know that mm -hmm. he uses the we know that he uses the internet, which is the new tower of Babel, where everybody has the same mindset to go against God. God said, "Don't learn the way of the heathens." Everybody has learned the way. The whole planet Earth is under the ways of the heathens. Because everything that's being followed, St. James, is not the way of God. And if it's not the way of God, it's the way of Satan, which is the ways of these heathens. God clearly said, and he instructed us, not to learn of their ways. Read it one more time, please. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. So that's the part I wanted. Learn not the ways of the heathen. So now, what are some of those ways? Valentine's Day. Let's talk mm -hmm. about that. Mm. Yes, sir. Valentine's Day. The origin of Valentine's Day, that name, St. Valentine's Day, didn't come into um, uh, to, uh, manifestation until, um, again, it's amazing how the Lord is right on point until around the 4th, 5th century um, AD. Um, the 4th, between the fourth and the fifth century, um, I don't like to give exact uh, time dates because those are time that's given by um, the heathens. And unless we get those time dates exactly from the Holy Ghost and Comforter, I'm not mentioning those time dates, St. James, but it's mm -hmm. around that time, St. James, the fourth, fifth century. And it's amazing because, again, that's the time period that God said will, will begin the time where everybody that had the word of God, that had the truth, would eventually die out. Speaks about the scripture speaks about about four hundred years from the time that Christ was established and taught the truth that the one the ones that had light would be out there preaching the word. Then after that, everybody would be martyred. And that's right around the fourth, fifth century A.D. Saint James. It's amazing. There's no way you can't make this stuff up. Saint James. Right. It is like right on point, right around that time period. So that's where that name Valentine's came into uh, being, and that was actually um. That was actually uh, uh, a priest um, that was around St. James 
during the time of uh, Claudius II. He was the emperor of Rome. And you know, this guy banned marriages. Okay, he banned and he outlawed people getting married. Um, there's different historical references as to why he did it. So, you know, that's not really the point. Um, the point is that you had a, there's also different Valentines also, um, according to historical references. So there's a few of them that were murdered, uh, coincidentally, St. James, on the 14th of February. More than one Valentine. Uh, more than one priest that was named Valentine, according to history. But the, the main wow. the, the main one, yeah, the main one, um, the main story that sticks out the most is the one that's always been taught, which is that uh, St. James was a priest that was around during the time of Emperor Claudius II. And Emperor Claudius II outlawed marriages. Mm. And St. James... Um, this 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 uh saint if they call him saint um saint valentine saint valentine yes sir. i called your name saint james <laughs> um, yes, um they made him a saint after he was martyred um they declared him a saint but um uh valentine he disobeyed that order from emperor claudius and continued to marry couples in love so what did mm. they do because he broke that order they imprisoned him and eventually beheaded him on the 14th day of February. Now, why is that important? Why on the 14th day of February, St. James? That day didn't just come about on that particular day. Mm -hmm. um, that day was that day or what was going on during that time period that falls within that day, that month, was things that was already being done prior, way prior to, to uh, Valentine way prior to the time of Christ. Again, predating the time of Christ. I mean, this goes back way further back than that. Um, so, th I mean, there's, and there's different um, heathenistic rituals of St. James. Again, uh, dealing with the occult, St. James, all of it. With every 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 so-called holiday out there has occultic uh, uh, overtones to it. St. James, and his right. origin goes back to the occult, which goes back to Satan. It is unbelievable the amount of information that's dealing with Satan, and people have no idea. St. James. So, nevertheless, when 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 he was martyred, um, mm -hmm. they declared him uh, uh, a saint, and then you have a pope again, the Roman Catholic Church, a pope by the name of Galeus or Gellius. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Galeus. Um, I think it's spelled as G-E-L-I-U-S. Um, mm. He declared uh, February 14th to be the day called St. Valentine's Day. So what he did was he so-called Christianized a pagan festival and, and made it a so-called Christian day. <laughs> mm. um, so just like they did with Christmas. Exactly. Exactly, same thing. Um, and his name is Pope Galeus, spelled G-E-L-A-S-I-U-S. -S um, he was the Pope that was alive during that time. Um, so now, that day was already being worshipped and by heathens and by the occult and by the pagans. So what he did, he just changed the name and added it, Saint and made it Saint Valentine's Day because a saint was martyred in that day. And this is where they get the name Saint Valentine's Day. 
but the ritual rites that take place on that day on the month of February, St. James, is mm-hmm. all, all is all dealing with the occult. Okay. Um and right. it goes back. I'm sorry, you want to say something, St. James? Yeah, so just mount because I'm just trying to keep it clear uh for myself, because this is yeah, this is it's a, it's a lot. I know you're trying to cover a lot in a short period of time too. So basically there was already some madness that was going on on February the fourteenth, which everybody ready to talk about. And so they right. took so then, again, out of convenience, right? They they had um, one righteous act, right? He was marrying, or was disobeying order not to marry. So he was going, he was going, he's going to marry people. And so because right. of that one thing, they said, all right, well, because he's about love and because he's about this and making sure this is good, you know, we're going to go ahead and make sure that all this other stuff that you were doing down over here that was completely, oh, completely negative and against God. Now we're just going to call it this. And now you're good. Something right. like that. I, Pretty I, much. I, so, I jumbled it up in my own mind. I was trying to go through like, wait a minute. <laughs> so basically, he he remember, remember that month, which I'm getting ready to go into, that month was dealing with a lot of uh ritual rites, dealing with uh uh, uh fertility. Okay. Dealing with, dealing with uh uh fertility rites, orgies, fornication, all that took place in the month of February. The origin of the the word February stems from those different events of St. James going all the way back even to the time of Rome and that's where mm-hmm. they get that day from um, and basically he was sacrificed on that day and in that day they do have they do they were doing sacri- sacrifices on those particular days as well um, but uh, that and that's what happened you know he went and he was doing what God told him to do which is to be a priest to marry people he disobeyed the order of Claudius the second uh, the empire the emperor and they killed him mm. and the Pope Galeas, um around the fifth century fourth fifth century declared him to be a saint and established that day and made it known as Saint Valentine's Day and that's where the name comes from but the rites that was going on took place way before that so okay. what, what what is Saint Valentine's Day? The original name of that it has a couple of names. Um, Saint Valentine's Day. So much. Uh, Saint James. I'm sorry. I called you Saint Valentine. <laughs> Saint James. Um, the uh, original name of that pagan festival is known as Lupercalia. Okay. I think that's what they okay. got the word lubricant from. Lupercalia. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Okay, and that was going back to even prior to uh, the Roman Republic, St. James. And this is uh, the word Lupercalia uh, comes from Lupa, uh, which means wolf. Okay. Oh, so it's like this. So what's for the wolf man, all that kind of stuff starts coming? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not sure about that, but um, I know that it's going back to Romulus and Remus. Mm. Okay. And it's going back to when Romulus and Remus was um saved by she-wolf okay so this is what this festival is about i'm sorry these stories are crazy well that's actually a historical fact according Mm -hmm. to what they say the the setup of rome was set up by two brothers romulus and remus that was uh i don't know what happened to their parents but a she-wolf found them and she started giving them you know suckling and Giving them, um, according to legend, according to history, that's how Rome came about. And she raised them. She raised them in a cave. Um, and then when you go to Rome, you actually see the statue of a she-wolf with two babies 
sucking the breasts out of this wolf. And that's Romulus and Remus. And And Romulus eventually became more famous than Remus. And that's how Rome came up. The word Rome came from. Um, Mm. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, You know, historians would know about Romulus and Remus. Um, The whole Gossip Cuthbert definitely taught us about uh, the establishment of Rome with Romulus and Remus. That's something that's already known. Um, So, yeah, that day, Lupercalia, um, Lupa is is in, in that festival is dealing with that particular day. And what was taking place in that day, I mean, and it's also dealing with the God of fertility um, because it's also worshiping um, what they call the God of fondness. Um, and they're dealing with the God of fertility. Um, and what they would do is they would sacrifice animals. They would sacrifice a, a goat and they would sacrifice a dog. And then you had the followers, you had the people that follow uh, Romulus and you had the priests that follow Remus. And they will come together and they will do like a ritual rite. Um, and in this ritual rite, they'll be getting drunk. Um, and they will, then they will put um, red blood on the forehead and then they will, clean it, they will clean it with the goat's milk. And according to history, that's where the red and white comes from. So that's why Valentine's Day has red and white because of the, the, the bloodshed and different things of that nature. According to what's said in history. Um, mm. So, yeah, this is what, something that will take place every year. So what they will do is once they slaughter that, that animal, they will, they will take um, parts of the tail of the animal and create different whips. And these guys will get naked and run up and down Rome and start whipping people, whipping girls. And these girls that will get whipped by, by the whip that they made out of the tail, they will welcome that and think that, okay, that means I'm going to be fertile this year. I'm going to be able to have a baby. So that's where the uh, uh, the setup of it being a fertility month. Um, then you have women that will take mm. the paper and write their name in there and put it in an urn. And men will pick out these letters and say, hey, I just got myself a, a daisy. Daisy, you, you my girl. And they will hook up and do certain things on that day. And that, that will be your new partner. So that's where you start seeing now Valentine's come in. It'll be my Valentine. Um, so it starts coming from those different things. Um, that I mean, it's it's so much. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So much is too much. <laughs> yeah, and um, I just want to touch on one thing because it's very important that um, that um, February, the word the origin mm-hmm. where February also comes from that deity. Um, I can't even pronounce it. It's like Februata, something like that. And that's where February comes from because it's dealing with the month of fertility. This is the month of fertility. So that's where they will do a lot of uh, sexual rights. They will have um, orgies. They will have sex with minors. They will get drunk. All that taking place in this month. And that mm-hmm. ritual that I mentioned to you about, St. James, mm-hmm. will take place between the 13th and the 15th of February. How convenient is that? Wow. Yeah, so it all starts, <laughs> it all starts to map up. But yeah, this is... Yeah. Yeah. So then one, one last thing, because then I'm going to leave it at that, because I mentioned there's a lot of things, but the Greek equivalent to it, to that is known as, because remember, it, it, it continued to pass down. It go, this goes further back than that. It, the equivalent to that is by a, 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 a Greek guy named Pan. Now, this is going to make sense, because this is the guy that's half goat, half man. Okay, and that God is known as the God of, that deals with all type of sexual filth. And mm-hmm. these are the thing in perversion. And this is the month that they was doing these things. 
Now, if you sit down and you doing Valentine's Day, realizing that you're doing all these things on the behalf of these deities, man, you got to... <laughs> you're in serious yeah. trouble with God. So, yeah, that, that, and that makes it clear too. Is like you, you see where you bring it back. It's like all right, so you see where the the, the necessity for having a pair when she brought right. back is like picking names out. Right, you saw with it red and white, and why everything is red and white and hearts and focusing on. Um, you know, they they try to make it about love right now, but the whole thing is what is love to do what is is to get with somebody so you can do what so you can fulfill, yeah fulfill your lust. Right, it was basically dealing with lust and fertility. That's what that that's what the month of February is about. The word February comes from, and that's what that 13th to the 15th day was all about. And this was being done during the time of the fourth century, the fifth century. And, you know, once it was outlawed that no one could get married um, because of whatever reason, Claudius II wanted to, then, then you had that priest that said, you know what, I'm going to keep marrying people according to the laws of God. And he got martyred for that. So now the when the church, the so-called church, which is the Catholic church, which is not the church of God, um, started taking over um, because it was a time where the truth was no longer around. Satan started running the earth. I mean, it's established his doctrines. They, you know, set him up and set up so-called Valentine's Day on that same day. And that's where that comes from. So if you're there celebrating these things and uh, it, worshiping on this day, because that's what it is. You're basically worshiping on this day when you're taking, when you, when you actually participating in these ritual rites, changing, you're actually participating in occultism, paganism. The pagan, pagans know that. Pagans will tell you that. They'll tell you St. Valentine's Day is really the festival of Lupercalia and um, the other festival names that it has. There's so many other names. I ain't even going to go into that. But um, they know that. They will tell you themselves. They will come back and be like, oh, St. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day or Lupercalia because they know it's the same thing. Damn. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. some yeah. So again, this is why we read Second Timothy three sixteen that you have to do everything that God tells you to do. That this is why the scriptures are set up for correction, for reproof. If you're trying to say this is of God, you out of your damn mind. <laughs> okay, you out of your damn mind. If you think that Christmas, that Halloween, that all these things have anything to do with God, you are out of your mind. This is all set up for the worshiping of the dragon, Satan himself, to get you to not worship God and to go straight to hell. But what Satan failed to realize was that God was going to establish his truth. He was going to send back the prophet of God, the father, which is the God's comforter, to come and to tell us the truth according to God. Tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and give us everything that we need so we can let the whole world know where the truth is at. This is why mm. I'm here. That's right. And I'm bringing, let's bring it right back and show them. All right, now, all right, you clearly show that it's, it's, it's a lot of history goes into it. The point is, there's nowhere in the Bible you're going to find any reference to any of these things they're doing, and the things that they were doing on these days is wickedness. So now, Let's show what real love is, sir. Let's do complete. That. It was complete wickedness. So now, what yeah. is real love? What is the real love? Mm -hmm. This is what people don't know. What is love? Right. Why, why one day? Why not every day? How about that? St. James. Why does it have to be this day? Why not every day? And why this day? Okay, so we're going to show you, St. James, according to the Bible, what is real love? So you have the world has a, a, a concept of what they think love is, but let's show you according to the Bible what is real love. 
Let's go to so, First John chapter four and verse seven. Let's read that, please. Beloved, let us love one another. Beloved, let us love one another. See, so we talk about loving one another. They try to say that Valentine's Day is about loving one another, showing your love and appreciation for that individual, but it's not about that. It's about dealing with Satan. But here in First John four verse seven, guys, it's, it's about to show you what real love is. Read it again. Beloved. Beloved, let us love one another. Now, why are we supposed to love one another? Read. For love is of God. You see that? For love is what? Is of God. God defines love, St. James. God is love. The things God, the reason why we love God is because he first loved us. That's Saint right. James. Mm -hmm. It tells you that. We read it. We're going to read about that. Read. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God. You see that everyone that loveth is born of God. But you can't define love to be the way you want it to be, St. James. Uh, you got mm. me. You didn't get. You didn't get me what I asked for. You didn't get me these diamond rings. So, um, you know, I'm mad at you on this day. You didn't get me the chocolates that I wanted. So, I'm, I'm you know, I'm mad at you. I'm upset at you. Um, and this, this been, this been, um, Satan. St. Valentine's Day's massacres happen and all types of stuff that goes on on this day. Again, based on the occult sacrifice. But the love, the real love, the true love is the love of God. And he showed us how to love. And everyone that loves, it is what is born of God. Read on. And knoweth God. So how are you going to know God? You don't know God unless you, you're not going to know love unless you know God. Because if you know right. love, St. James, you're going to know God. You're going to know God. There's no love out there in the world. The scriptures clearly tell you that. The scriptures tell you that everybody, everybody out there is cold-blooded. tells you that the time will come when man's heart will be what? Cold. Mm -hmm. Wax cold. Cold-blooded. That's why you have people out there called cold-blooded killers. St. James. <laughs> there right. is no love out there. This is all about self. And what I That's want, right. and what I can do, and what and fulfill the lust of the flesh. There ain't no love out there. True love is what God defines love. Read on. Verse 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God. Right. If you don't love according to the way God says you're supposed to love, if you love it not, you don't know God. Why? Read on. For God is love. For what? God is love. For God is is love. We, let's jump. Let's hold it. Let's jump to verse 16 real quick. Read verse 16. We're going to come back. And we have known and believed the love of the love that, lo excuse me, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. God is love. Read on. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. You see that? And God in him. That's love. That's true love. Let's go back to verse 8, please. And let's read that again. He that loveth not knoweth not God. You can't even come. You can't even. I mean, what we're going into right now is just a little quick summary because this is so big and so vast. There's no way we're going to cover this in this time period. But there, there's so much of love. I mean, but, but God is love. The fact that he created you and chose you to be an Israelite and sent his only begotten son to die for you when you didn't deserve it. 
I mean, if you, you're going to tell me that's not love? I mean, that's real love. That's true love. Mm-hmm. He created you perfectly and made you and thought of you. That's not love. That's love. The things that God has done for you in your life, in your life and you have no idea that he's been there for you, for a lot of people, that's love. Come on. Verse 9. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world. You see that? He's showing us love because things that we did, St. James, we didn't deserve love. Right. We went against God. God established us as his people. And we went and broke his laws and said, you know what? I ain't dealing with that. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to worship something that's not God. I'm going to worship something that I created out of my own hands and call that God and show that love. When the true and living God, you show him no love. But yet he still shows you love, St. James, and sent his only begotten son to die for you when you didn't deserve it. That's not love. That's love. That's you right. Got people, you have people, St. James, that somebody will do something to you and they cannot let that go. They will hold a grudge. God don't hold grudges. You repent and you say you're sorry and God will forgive you as long as you repent. He wants you to get right. He wants you to make it. He don't hold grudges. Mm. You repent because he said his only begotten son. You have the opportunity to make it. How are you going to tell me that's not love? That's true love. St. James. That's right, sir. Anything you want to mm. say or you want to keep reading? Uh, let's keep on reading, sir. You got Come it. on. Verse that, we, that we might, end of verse 9, that we might live through him. You see that? You mean to tell me that's not love? That we might live through him. When we didn't deserve the right to live. What we deserved was death, St. James. Right. What we deserved was to be on the cross for the things that we did. You know what Christ did? He came here and lived the perfect life. He showed us to be perfect. He came out of his seat of majesty, St. James, and came and manifested himself in the same flesh that he created. He put himself in that same flesh that he created so he can die for us and give us an opportunity to be with him. How is that not love? Mm. That is the ultimate love. And the scripture is about to tell you that right now. Let's read it, please. It's a verse 10. Herein is love. Not this is what we, love is. Herein is love. This is what love is. Come on. Not that we love God. Not that we love God. It's clearly that we didn't show our love. Read on. But that he loved us. But that he loved us. And because he loved us and showed us love, how are you not going to show God love and do the things that God said, which we don't, we, that's, we're going to go into that scripture. Because you got people, uh, St. James, that say they love God. But if right. they love God, are you doing the things that God tells you? Because that's how God establishes his love. Do what he told you to do. That's right. And that's where the love is going to be established. You know why? Because God did what he said he was going to do. He fulfilled his promise. God's word never fails. His promise 
always, God always comes through without fail. God is somebody you could depend on. He will never fail. He's not like man. He has true love. And that's how you will learn to love. You will learn love by getting the true love from God, by learning about God. This is what God wants you to do. He wants you to come in. He wants you to learn so you can have the opportunity to live forever. In this evil and wicked world, this world is designed to have you not love God. This world is designed to have you hate God. This is why you have a day like uh, so-called St. Valentine's Day that's rooted in the occult, but then they want to so-called Christianize it and put it in the name of God. You got to be kidding. You got nothing to do with God. It has everything to do with Satan. And you sitting down there, you sitting down there talking about you showing love to one another because God is love. How's how's God love on St. Valentine's Day? Give me a break. That has nothing to do with God. That is one of the most historical occultic days you can look up. But God is love. Verse 10, please. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Right, he's the one that came in on our in God's behalf. He became that mediator between God the Father and the children of Israel. He died for us so he could adopt us back to being the children of God. We became orphans. He's the one that came in between all that. Who? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What did God the Father do? He showed us love. He sent his only begotten son. When people talk about John 3, 16, that's talking about God the Father showing love to the children of Israel. For sending his only begotten son to die for us. That's not for the whole world. That's for the children of Israel. Is that it on that? Yes, sir. Verse 11, please. Beloved, if God so loved us. If God loved us. I'm sorry, St. James. Read it again, please, that part. Beloved, if God so loved us. If God loved us, he showed us what he showed us what love is. What are we supposed to do in return? Read. We are also to love one another. Yeah, we are also to do what? Love one another. And loving one another is according to God. St. James. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Yes, sir. We're getting ready to end it off. So this is what real love is to everybody that's out there. Not these so-called holidays that claim to be rooted in love and rooted in God. Nope. It's not. <clears throat> and second, so can I say something real quick? Yeah, please, please, St. James. I'm it's waiting. On that last, uh, it's, it's on that last day. It's like, it, it's, it's think about it, right? Is just from where we're going back where we just were is how do we know love is we know we we only know love because of what god did for us where he gave his life for our sin that's right and the very last thing where it said right there's what but so love one another so right now you've got to show that same devotion and respect and care and consideration for somebody else mm. in order for you to demonstrate that you know God, in order for you to demonstrate that you know Jesus Christ, in order for you to demonstrate that you're an actual Christian, it has to be seen and it has to be felt. Not felt right. on what you say, 
not based on you getting some roses on Valentine's Day, one day out of the year. But no, every single day you've got to show what your love. And that love is manifested based on how you are keeping and following the laws of God. Because yes, even in marriages, even in relationships, even in every walk of life, there are laws on how you are, that relationship is supposed to be defined. It's, it's crazy, sir. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's start at uh, Ephesians chapter 5. We got about three more scriptures and we're done. St. James definitely has a scripture he wants, he wants to bring out at the end. Um, I have about two more scriptures, this one and one more. And then, then I'm done and St. James has one that he wants to bring out. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20. I mean, this is important. Um, we're talking about Valentine's Day. So that uh, the, 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 the vibration that's supposed to be surrounded around that day is love. But that's not what true love is. So we're here to establish and let you know what true love is according to God. So we showed you what true love is. It's how God loved us by sending his only begotten son. And in tune, we have to love one another and, and show that devotion, like St. James said. Show that appreciation is the mm -hmm. word I was looking for, uh, right. St. James, because God took our place. And what God lived was a righteous life. So what he's saying was that place, you are now in that place. You took my Christ is telling us uh, you're in my place now. You saw how you saw how I live my life righteously as an example. Jesus right. Christ, the example, which is a, another mm. class, the Holy Gospel and Comfort of Talk. He was the example. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was the example. So now because he took our place and we took his place, we switched places. Now we have to live according to that example. Mm. And if we're not living according to that example, we're not showing the love that God gave us. Ephesians exactly. five and twenty. I'm sorry, uh, go ahead, James. Now that you said it perfectly, you said it perfectly. That, that was a, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I was looking for. That appreciation. Thank you. That appreciation. Now you have that opportunity. So now, how you live your life, every step of the way, now forward, knowing that God gave Himself. He took on the the propitiation. I could read it, but I can't say it. The propitiation, <laughs> the punishment. Right. He took he was the punishment. He took right. it. He paid it for everything that we did, for all the wickedness, all everything that we didn't deserve. He took it. He paid it. Right. And now you're supposed to show your appreciation and how you conduct your life, how That's you right. conduct your walk every single day. That's right. And every day that you have, every day that God has given you, that's a time to repent and get it right. Every day that God gives you, he's willing that you don't perish. He's willing for you to repent and get it right. Get it right. That's all you have to do. You, the time is now. Change. You know, if you're somebody who's out there and you're doing things you're not supposed to do, change. God has given you that opportunity. God gives us, even in the truth, every day, that opportunity to, to make sure we get it right. How are you going to say, St. James, that that's not love? Right. We have a, a day, a real holiday, where every day we get to atone for our sins just so we could be perfect with God. How is that not love, St. James? Every year, it's called the Day of Atonement. That's a real holiday where you get to atone for your sins and fast for 24 hours, deny the flesh, and get into the spirit and ask our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to go on the behalf of God the Father. 
and mm. say, forgive him for the sins that he committed this year because I already paid with my blood. How is that mm. not love, St. James? That's ultimate love, sir. Come on. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, please. Giving thank always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we just gave you numerous examples of why you're supposed to be giving God thanks. The fact that you wake up every day, you're supposed to be giving God thanks. The fact that God mm -hmm. called you an Israelite, you're supposed to be giving God thanks. The fact that God, God called you into the truth. The fact that God has you an opportunity to hear this show, to give you a chance to be into the truth. You're supposed to be giving God thanks. And giving God thanks in the name of God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord. Come on. Submitting yourselves one to another in the yeah, fear. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. What are we supposed to be doing? Submitting ourselves one to another, especially if you're a couple, a couple in God. Submitting yourselves one to another. Because that's actually part of the second greatest commandment, which we're going to go into. That's one of the couple of last scriptures we have to go into. That's one of the greatest commandments that can ever be established by God, which is dealing with love. How are you supposed to love your neighbor the way you love yourself, the way God has showed us to love? Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. You see that? As what? Unto the Lord. Yeah, wives, you're supposed to submit yourself unto your own husband. Okay? The wife was made to be a helpmeet unto the husband. You're supposed to be submitting yourself unto your own. I mean, this is not going on today, St. James. So how are you going to tell me there's love out there? There's no love out there in the world. Wives don't submit themselves at all to their husband. This is just the truth, St. James. This is the society we live in, and Satan has tore the society from the foundation and ripped the family structure away mm -hmm. through the teachings of Satan. Okay, and wives not submitting themselves to unto their own husbands; they're doing every other thing. Okay, this is why marriages don't even last. Marriage is supposed to be a lifetime with that individual. So we're moving on to everlasting life with that individual. Okay. But when you start doing things that's against God, that causes divorces. But out there in the world, St. James, they divorce over anything. They have no idea because they don't have the truth of God. They don't have the wisdom of God. They don't have the counsel of God to know how to um, be successful in those marriages. Right. But, but God has showed us that. And here's the, one of the instructions here. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. The way you submit yourself unto the Lord is the way you're supposed to be submitting yourself unto your husband. God gave you that husband. Okay? That husband represents God as being the head of the household. And both of you as one, because God tells you that a man and a woman come together and they become one under God. How is that not love, St. James? Come on. Yes, sir. <laughs> that's, that's, that. Look, and before everyone starts getting all crazy, what Mr. Powell is reading right out of the word, and just in case you missed it, in verse 21, and we're going to keep reading down, so just stick with us. I know somebody may have tried to switch off the radio real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says, what, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. That's so, right. So there's no, this is, this is not a license for 
you know, any caveman individuals that want to go ahead and get a club and just start beating <laughs> them in the head, something like that. And be like, you submit to me, woman. Now, look, there, there's a certain way. It's, it has to do with what? Respect. respect. certain respect is supposed to be there. Thank there's you. a certain respect. Does, does that mean? Now, and this is why there's so many, please come into the Israelite Church of God and Jesus Christ. What's the, the blog talk at icgjc.org? Please. That's That's right. Because yep, just, mm-hmm. there's so many keys to successful marriage. We can't even, we can't even touch the surface, but there's so many things that are required in a relationship for it to be successful. Right. And one of the first things you can't have is pride. And what is, what is one of the, the main things that is elevated and drawn attention to and focused on in almost every relationship in the world of what, of what are you going to do for me? Well, guess what? According to God, that's the exact opposite. What submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Right. What are you going to do for me? But what can you do for the other individual? <laughs> individual. You're supposed to come together in Christ, submitting yourselves one to another. There's a structural order that God has set up in marriage. This is what you have to understand. This is what this these verses is going into. So we don't want to go too much into it, but we're trying to show you that what love is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're supposed to be submitting yourselves one to another. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. Now, what does God say to the husbands? Look at this. Let's jump to 25, verse 25. Tell them where you at, St. James. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Husbands. Husbands. You, come on. Love your wives. Yeah, love your wives. See, we're talking about love here, St. James. You got the mm. world out there celebrating so-called St. Valentine's Day, talking about that's the day of love. Man, you have no idea what the hell you're doing. And I mean, I use that word, hell, perfectly. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. going to lead you right into hell. But there's a way to love, and that's God's way. God establishes what love is. And he's telling the husbands here to do what? Love your wives. Now, look at the comparison of how God explains and instructs the husbands how they're supposed to love their wives. Let's continue reading. Even as Christ also loved the church. Wow, look at that. Even, Mm. even, look at that word, even. The same as Christ also loved the church. The church is who? The nation of Israel. And, And how much did Christ love the church? Read on. And gave himself for it. You see that? He gave himself for it. Mm. He gave himself for it. He Christ gave himself for it so we could have opportunity to do a clean ourselves. Read verse 26, just so we could show you that. That he might sanctify and cleanse it. With sanctify means to what? <laughs> clean. To purify that he might purify and cleanse it. Read on. With the washing of water by the word. That's what you're doing right now. You're being washed by the water, which is the word. Okay, this is what is known as baptism. It's not just dumping yourself in water. That's symbolically then you know that Christ, who is the word, was going to come and cleanse the children of Israel. So right now, when you're being taught the truth, guess what you're being done? You're being sanctified. You're being cleansed. You're being showed the right way. That's the love of God, that he died for his people to give them an opportunity to be sanctified, to be purified, and to be cleansed by the word. And he is the word. Look at that. How are you going to say mm. that's not love? Right. Mm. 
Look at this. Jump to verse 28. There's so much. Look at this. 28. Read. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. You see that? You see it? I mean, so much wisdom. People would love you. People would love your wife like you love yourself. You can't love somebody if you don't love yourself. You have to love yourself according to the way God said you're supposed to love yourself, the way he created you to be. And you have to love your wives accordingly. Mm. Men, love your wives as their own bodies. Read on. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. You see that? You just said that. Mm. You just said that. In order for you to love somebody, you have to love yourself. Ain't no way you're going to love somebody else if you don't know how to love yourself. And the scriptures tell you that. Look at the next verse. Then we're going to end it off in this. Verse 29. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. Yeah, you see, you, see, you have people talking about they hate themselves. Okay, that's a mentality that's been taught to you in this world. That if you don't receive certain achievements, that if you don't look a certain way, that you don't, if you don't have certain things, that you don't love yourself. I mean, I mean, where's the wisdom in that? God is giving you the wisdom. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. How are you going to hate yourself? You can't hate yourself. You could, you could despise certain things that you have done, but that's not hating yourself. Mm -hmm. And this is why you have God here, to give you that wisdom, to give you that knowledge, to give you that advice. Read on. But nourisheth it and cherisheth it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I added it, it. But nourisheth and cherisheth it. But nerves and church. Did I read the last part so we can end it off? Even as the Lord, the church. See that? Even as the Lord, the church. So, guess, I mean, there's so many scriptures on love. St. James. Um, we got, we got, we got um, a couple more. St. James, which one do you want to go to? Do you want to go to Romans 13? And, yeah, uh, yes, I, sir. I, I, I would love for you to bring that out. Please, I'll read it for you. Um, right. I mean, there's so much information here, St. James. People was like, oh, man, I'm going to get the complete understanding about St. Valentine's. Yeah, but you're also going to get what real love is. <laughs> right. Which is the most important thing. Again, we're here to establish the truth, so we have to show you where the lie is at. Once we establish the lie, according to the Word of God, then we get to show you where the truth is at. Truth according to what love is, is in the Word of God. There's no other place where the truth is at but in the Bible. And there's no place where the truth is being, where the Bible is being taught, rather, but in the Israelite church of God and Jesus Christ. Because you got people walking around with the Bible, think they have the understanding of it, but they're, they're mistakenly wrong. The, the information that's in the Bible has to be given to you by the prophet of God. And it has to be what? St. James, it has to be revealed to you. Without that, that's right. you wouldn't be able to get the understanding of the Bible. So um, and this mm. is why we're able to go through the Bible the way we go through it. Because we have been taught by the one that was taught directly by Christ. There's no way you're going to listen to us and say that we have not been with Jesus because we have been taught by the one that was taught directly by Christ. And we have been with him as well. Romans 13 verse 8. Yes, sir. I'm going to read it for you. Let me know when you want me to read. Yeah, just real quick because we're going back. I mean, just showing just the importance of like what Mr. Powers is going through on on love and how we actually um how there are certain ways that everyone is 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 supposed to operate within a relationship and not going too much into it like mr powell said because it's manifold but it, it when it comes down to it all there's there's a certain thing that we are supposed to understand from from the very beginning it is that from the very beginning because of what our lord king and savior jesus christ did 
because of the love that he showed us, all of us, every Israelite, every Christian, everyone comes in, they have to realize that they actually are what? That they actually are in debt. And that's where right now I'm at Russell Rowan's powers. Um, <laughs> so you mean they, they yeah. yeah, so you mean they owe something. They're in a debt. They owe something to God, huh? That's right, sir. They mm, absolutely I want to read about that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Romans 13, verse 8. Yes, sir. Owe no man anything. It says, don't owe anyone anything. So you're, supposed to, that's, you're not supposed to owe anyone anything. But, read on. But to love one another. But that's what you come in automatically. You are what? You are in debt. So lawfully, you're not supposed to owe anyone anything. But the thing is, it's very important for us. Remember, we will always be in debt to somebody. So now, in order to show an individual, to show them what God's love feels like, he showed us what his love is. And now, that's what our job is as the people of God, as the ones that are the Christians that were given the opportunity. And it's important, given the opportunity to have everlasting life your job as an Israelite, indeed as a Christian, is now to make sure, and that you are not just make sure, but you are in debt, make sure everyone else will make sure they feel that love. Mm. Wow, that's deep. Mm. Yeah, it's, read that again. Mysteries of the Bible. That's right, Mysteries of the Bible. Mm. Establishing the truth according to God. Yes, sir. Read it one more time, please, sir. Verse 8, Romans 13, Owe no man anything but to love one another. But to love one another. Again, so that's what our, our job and our responsibility is. So now to show and make sure that they feel God's love. They feel that, that sacrifice. It was given. Now that opportunity that we have to show that appreciation. Now we have to show them that for he to love one another. Read on. He that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Yeah, for he that loveth another will have fulfilled the law. There's now that means you're doing the things you're already supposed to be doing. Now, what is the law supposed to teach you? Once you've gotten to a certain point, and now once that once that love is genuine, once that love is pure, meaning that now you're not just doing something because to get something in return. You're showing true charity, and that love is pure. Mm. You're just doing it to do what? You're just doing it because of how the other individual feels. And it's just to see them smile. And one of the, 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 the best examples is given, uh, of course, by Holy God, and Comfort, the Holy Apostle, Chief Rabbi Sazadakia, right, in the class titled, A Key Successful Marriage, The Finale, right? Finding a soulmate and true happiness is the easiest way for us to, to understand it is like for a parent and a baby. But now you see that baby is frustrated, is crying, and just for something as simple as what, as what you're doing for them. You're changing the diaper, you're making them clean, and they feel, they feel refreshed. Now they're not wet anymore. They have the medicine, now they, oh, they, they burped, and now they, they don't have all that gas in, they're not crying, and they don't, they, mm. the pain is on their face. Now they have that relief, just seeing that happiness. Wow. That's... Hmm. That's the love that we're supposed to have. That's, that's what love actually is. It's, it's those actions. Those actions are done purely. 
not because you're buying some flowers and some chocolates because, you know, you want to go ahead and, um, you know, this is a family show. We're not going to get too graphic, but you know what you want to do for all that stuff. <laughs> you're not getting that gift you know, because why are you getting them what they want? Because there's, there's something you want in return. <laughs> right, right. Every action has a reaction, St. James. <laughs> yeah. And you want that reaction to be extremely positive. No, when you when it's done when it's done in purely impurity, right? Then that's when you have fulfilled the law. And it's, it explains it. Reverse nine, please, sir. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery. Mm. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment. It is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. That's right. So you all should recognize that these are what some of the Ten Commandments. And then what the second greatest commandment is, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm. Mr. Powell was going into uh, back in the book of Ephesians. right? And you have to love yourself first before able to love and show the appreciation to somebody else wow that's to love yeah. thy neighbor as thyself mr powers yes sir mm, that's amazing uh, i i want to hear more Come verse on. tense verse 10 <laughs> love worketh no ill to his neighbor you see that that's that that's how that's that demon that's the definition you want to know what love is love worketh no ill to his neighbor meaning what is you're not doing anything out of maliciousness. You're not looking to do anything bad out of what vengeance with that grudge that Mr. Powers was talking about earlier. Look at how much can be solved just with the application of God's love. Wow. Take away wow. pride. <laughs> mm. Not trying to be vengeful. I mean, all these things that are that lead to these divorces and all the problems in relationships. But now you gotta deal with yourself first, though. You gotta know what love is first. You gotta come in and as long as that's within our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? as long as that love is established there, then there is no way. Because now, right, if if we already established and you see what the difference in our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, if if that's in, if you're in, in Christ, meaning what you're in love. So that means if you still love God and now the individual still loves God, then there's no way for you to lose that affection. Mm. Wow. No way. Because hmm. within Christ, there's always that, that common foundation. That's right. So as long as God still loves him, and as long as you still live, love God, and we already said, what, how do you love God? If you love me, keep my commandments. In oh, I was, 14, verse 15. I was just about to go to St. James, so let's, let's go there real quick because... That was yes, gonna sir. be the last, that was actually gonna be the you know what that was gonna be the last scripture but um let's go there because I want to finish off in verse eleven and twelve so let's go okay. there real quick and I'll let you explain it because uh listen this is how you know that we're in the same mindset according to God because that is the scripture that was that was in my mind mm. and that is amazing you want to know how to love God Saint James like you talking about let's get flowers let's do this and that you be my Valentine you trying to say that that's in the form of love. But that's not right. showing what love is. This is what we're going through right here. This is what's showing you. This shows you what love is. 
the true meaning of love according to God. John chapter 14, verse 15 says this. If you, if ye love me. And see that if, that's a conditional statement, right? There's an if. Mm. If. If you love me. Read on, sir. Keep my commandments. Yeah, keep my commandments. Now, so now in order for you to demonstrate that you are love or that you are but you love that that you do love god not that you're in love but you that you do love god you actually have to you gotta put something out mm. you can't just say it you gotta actually be about it so you say if you love me if you love me what do you have to do keep my commandments that's, the that's right mm. that is that is amazing and guess what i'm going right back to what commandment says that you're supposed to observe Valentine's Day. Mm. <laughs> if you love God, he said, keep my commandments. And I'm going to ask everybody, what commandment does God establish in the Bible that tells you that you're supposed to observe Valentine's? Please tell me. Because if you're doing that, that means you're not loving God. You know why? Because you're not keeping his commandments. Because loving God is keeping his commandments. Ain't that right, seniors? Yes, you're absolutely right, sir. That is amazing. It fits right in there. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Um, so let's go back to unless you want to finish anything else in there. You want to go back to Romans? Yeah, let's go back to Romans. Let's we can start this Romans again right from and just we'll read it straight down from eight eight on down, please, sir. Okay, Romans thirteen, verse eight. Owe no man anything but to love one another. Mm. For he that love another hath fulfilled the law. And have fulfilled the law. So again, we we are in debt. What we are indebted to is to show and make sure that other individual feels and recognizes that love of our Lord, King and Savior Jesus Christ in us for us to make them feel that. So now, because he went through that, because he went to the absolute extreme and died for us, what is it that we have to do? No, we have to do it for each other. Mm. Now, how are you supposed to think that Making your partner, your wife, make sure it's clear, your husband or your wife. And again, you say partner, just too general these days, Mr. Powers. People get the wrong idea. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? In this, this last days that we're in, you have to establish exactly what it is that you're saying. Thank you. So it's not too much, you know, so that your wife is supposed to feel good. It's not too much for your husband to feel good. It's not just about you pleasing somebody else. No, it's each. That's how it works perfectly is when both individuals are looking out for what the other individual needs, not the one individual demanding something. So now read on, um, read on verse eight, please, sir. Or oh, last part of verse eight again, for he that loveth an another has fulfilled the law. So now if you have done these things, if you're doing what our Lord King and Savior Jesus Christ commands you, if you have the love of God in you, what is it you're not going to do, Mr. Powers? Verse nine. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery. Yes, oh. you have the love of God in you, you're not going to be committing adultery. Oh, man, I got to stop there for a minute, uh, St. James. Um, I'm going to read that again because I really want you to touch on that just a little bit. Because this is something that is extremely heavy in the world, St. James. Mm. Adultery is at an all-time high. People is committing adultery left 
and right. So St. James, you're telling me that if you love God, that you have to keep his commandments, that you have to love one another, that you have to fulfill the law. When you do these things, it says here that you will not commit adultery. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to let you put yes, it down. Verse 9, for this thou shalt not commit adultery. So again, if you have the love of God in you, you're not going to be doing this. Now, what is adultery? Adultery is when a individual that is married, a woman that is married, sleeps with another man. It's mm. also when a man wants to go ahead and have a one-night stand. It also is when a man wants to sleep with another man's wife. Mm -hmm. There are so many standards on how, on what a relationship actually is and what marriage actually is. Because then we start going into adultery, we got to start explaining what marriage is. And that's when two people come together in Christ physically. All right, so I hope everyone can read between the lines. So when you are physically intimate, all right, and all these, and I'm sorry, so it's, it's a lot of these so-called no. so-called Christians out there, you know, they, they try to make it seem like they're, that they're not married, quote unquote, because right. you know they haven't. They put it in every other place but the one place. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Islam is known for doing that, and, and other people too. But you know, and and it's amazing. I, this is why I wanted you to focus on that. The reason why I wanted you to focus on adultery is because again, we we, we this is this is a. a <laughs> special that we're doing and we got to bring it back to the special so-called so. valentine's day i mean oh, it makes perfect man. see how god put that in there this mm -hmm. is one of the days where adultery is at an all-time high like you just uh -huh. said like you just described that you got people having one night stand oh be my valentine they hook up on that day not realizing that that was a Oh, 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 ritual right that was being done thousands of years ago. But yeah, you're doing it on that day in the name of mm. love. Because uh, Cupid, so-called, hit you with an arrow. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. Yes, sir. No, thank and you, this Mr. Powers, here. Mm. Heavy. <laughs> on this day. On love, man. Yes, sir. No, no, I'm saying this is all true love. But mm -hmm. in, in us showing true love, that means that you will not commit these things. So right. how... Are you being a hypocrite and saying that these things that you're doing is in the name of love when you're doing contrary to what love is, St. James? That's which right. is what you just touched on right there. Now, you're right on the head, uh, Mr. Powers, because, yeah, I got I started getting focused on this and I forgot this is a Valentine's Day special. You, uh, no, no, you no, you're, 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 you're good, St. James. But I'm just like, look how yeah. the Lord put that in there. Adultery. Mm. Adultery, adultery is big on Valentine's Day, man. People doing all type of stuff, man. They ain't yeah. supposed to be doing. It's like it's like that's their chance, that's their opportunity. Thank so you. They get out when the when the when the walls are not going to be as thick. You know, they can go ahead and have a conquest or two. Yeah. Well, what's my excuse? My, what's my excuse? Oh man, I got hit with the cupid arrow. Man, you got hit with the idiot arrow. Get out of here, man. Yeah, just, <laughs> just to fulfill some lust, and they don't realize. It, yeah, look look at what you're giving up. You have the opportunity to experience what real love actually is. Mm -hmm. Inside the truth, inside the Israelite church of God and Jesus Christ. And you want to give all that up for a one-night stand? Hmm. Now, wow. anybody out there that had them one-night stands, was it that good? 
Yeah, and anybody that's doing that one night stand right now, because today is February was February 14th when we started. <laughs> it was actually right now bumping uglies going the hell off. This is amazing. This is amazing. This is the love of God. In the love of God, you will not be doing these things. So I'm gonna start from verse nine again. Uh, yes, sir. Um, Saint James, and I'm gonna let you continue. Um, I just wanted to make point that out there because that's just amazing how um, that's in there, and to show you the time that we're in in the, in the Valentine's Day special that we're doing to show you the evil that this day is, the occult that this day is, occultic. Um, that this day is and how it's full of lust on this day and right there God is saying that if you really know love and you do love and you love God and, and you're in love the way God said you're supposed to love that this is an action that you will not be committing but yet on this day is one of the days where this action is committed the most that's right <laughs> and, and, and you feel pressure you feel bad if you're not doing it right you feel bad if you don't have your Valentine to go to hell yeah. with. Yeah, exactly. Be my Valentine. So you try to hook up with somebody. Amazing. I'm going to read verse 9 again for you. For Please, this, sir. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery. So again, if you have the love of God in you, you're not going to be doing these things. You're not going to be committing adultery, which again is one night stands. Go ahead, sir. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill, meaning murder. Read. Thou shalt not steal. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt not bear false witness. That's right. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not covet. And you know what? It's amazing, Mr. Powers. Mm. Are we talking about this? <laughs> yep. Now, what's so amazing? We're going to have to do that, sir. Look, wait, I'm just going, let's just, just remember, sir, thou shalt not covet. What? How Talk to me. Talk to me. How do we know what lust is, Mr. Powers? Mm. Mm. Tell me. I believe it tells it right. I'm, I can't tell you, sir. I'm going to let God say. Romans chapter 7, verse 7. Oh, beautiful. I'm right there. Romans chapter 7, verse 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Yes, yeah, so there's a question. What, is the law sin? What? Read. God forbid. Yeah, so there's nothing wrong with the law, right? The laws of God stand. The laws of God are there to identify the evil, to identify the wickedness. The laws of God are there to prepare us, to show us what God's standard is, so that we're prepared to meet our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Read on, sir. Nay, I had not known sin. And so that was going to show us. It's going to show us. Wait, I didn't even know what sin is. I didn't know what, what the wickedness is, except for what? But by the law. Unless there was a law to say this is evil, how are you going to know what's wrong? Unless there's a law saying, look, you see that? That's evil. And then you can point it out. So if you see somebody doing that, you're like, wait a minute. Nah, look, that's the, that's, that's the stealer, right? That's the thief. Mm. That's the murderer. Why? Because the law said what? Thou shalt not steal like we just read. Thou shalt um, not kill, meaning murder. But now what we, what we just leave off for? Dealing with covetousness. Now, what, what, is, what is covetousness leading to? What, what will somebody have a problem with? It has a problem with covetousness, Mr. Powers. Mm. Oh, lust of the flesh. Uh, <laughs> adultery. Everything. Yes, I mean, come on. Having another having another woman. I want that woman. Uh, having mm -hmm. another uh uh oh man, cars, different money, all, all type of stuff. Hmm. 
and again, it all comes back to what? This only identify what? Of the law. May I read that, please, sir? For I had not known lust. Mm. I had not known except lust. The, mm. I, didn't, I didn't know what lust is. <laughs> wow. I would not know if I would not know how to identify what a problem with lust is, except for what, sir? Except the law has said, thou should not covet. Thou hey. shalt not covet. Wow. And what wow. is what is everything on Valentine's Day motivated by? <laughs> it's sure, it, according to the word of God, we're showing it sure is in love. It's motivated by lust. Lust. And, and, and it's, that's, that's, that, that is no joke, St. James. And not Valentine's Day, but the, uh, uh, the, the, the origin of what the real Valentine is, which, which is a, uh, uh uh, Lupercalia, all the month of February, named after February's, all that is dealing with what? Lust. <laughs> and you go, going into covetousness right here. They got a month. They got these heathens is a bunch of, I love this word. I learned it from the Holy Ghost and Comfort. It's a bunch of dingbats. Mm. <laughs> they yeah, have sure. a month dedicated to lust. Are you out of your serious mind? These people are something else. And then you got our people following it. And we are right. here showing you during the Valentine's Day special what real love is. We're going to, we're showing you what real love is, and we're showing you the attributes of love, which is not doing these things. Yet right. this day that is surrounded by love is doing exactly what God said is not love. Come on. Exactly. Bitches of the Bible, St. James. Come on. That's right. That's right. Going right back and saying, look, this is how be this is why it's so important. Why you got to know this is why we have to bring it back to the law. So you got to focus on. Yes, we are. Why? Because that's what the standard is. Right. That's how we know what the standard. That's how we know what the truth is. Mm. We're going right back. It's what I had not known lust except for the law. said, so what thou shalt not covet. So now Ooh. how do you identify someone's got a problem with covetousness? Someone has got a problem with lust. Mm. Mm. Hmm. And lust, oh. like Mr. Power said, is manifold. Right? It goes lust of the flesh. You know, it can be physical, sexual. <laughs> yeah, you got want. lust for money, lust for food, lust for everything. Yep. Anything hmm. that you're willing to do anything for, that's lust. Wow. And then, man, put that right back, Mr. Powers, on everything that's going on in the world. What is all based on what? On what you're gonna do in order to get this, because all they put out is this, and right, what you have to make up is everything in between. I mean, St. James, we went over a true definition according to God of what a holiday is, mm -hmm. what a real holy day is. We showed you the origin of what so-called Valentine, so-called Valentine's Day is about. How they tell you it's about love, but it's really rooted in lust. And mm -hmm. rooted in the occult. And then we showing you what true love is. And in showing you what true love is, St. James, we're actually identifying what lust is and what, what is not love. And what is not love? Everything that Valentine's Day is about. That is amazing. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, St. James. This is no, right sir. on point. Mm. Yeah. It's it's crazy, sir. Because what's even more is it is just look we we talked about the show we mm -hmm. what we wanted to bring on the show we weren't focused on this in the show <laughs> no we weren't we were not 
This is amazing. So let's. I definitely want to go back and go to Romans thirteen verse nine. Yes, sir. Let's, fin let's finish this up so everybody can get just the completeness of um the message. This is this is what it is. The message is being sent out to everybody. Um, for the listeners that's listen for the audience that's listening. Um, this this is we don't rehearse these things. This is not stuff that's rehearsed. You know, this is the stuff that god has instilled in us because we have been taught by god the father's prophet this is why these things just come out so naturally and, and when you put the word of god in you then god will work with you and he will use you to deliver that message for the audience that needs to hear it so whoever out there listening you need to hear what god is telling you god is giving you this information because he wants you to hear it and he give you that opportunity to come in because that's the job that god has given to us to do, to be teachers and to deliver God's word so he can bring back his people. Mission <clears throat> of the Bible, St. James. That's right, sir. We're in Romans 13, verse 9. I'm going to read it again. Please do, sir. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery. That's right. So if you, again, if you have the love of God in you, what are you not going to be doing? Committing adultery. Read. Mm, thou shalt not kill. You're not going to be a murderer. Read on. Thou shalt not steal. You're not going to be a thief. Read. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Yeah, you're not going to be a damn Judas madness going there and testify that somebody's doing something they did not do. Why? Just because to get them in trouble. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. That's going on. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sir. No, no, it's good. Thou shalt not covet. Yeah, thou shalt not covet. Right? You better not have a problem with lust if you have love of God in you. Read. Mm. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Yeah, so we know there are other commandments, but if you want to get the understanding of what it comes down to, just treat other people the same way that you want to be treated. It's that simple. Mm. It's that simple. But in order to be able to do that effectively, you got to know what the standard is. You got to know the love that God has for you and what and how special you actually are. So, yeah, if you can't if you walk around and have some kind of understanding, like, well, yeah, I feel like I'm a dirt ball, so I'm going to treat everybody else like a dirt <laughs> That's not the way that it works. Um, you, you're special. I mean, you, the, the, the way that God created you, he created you for a reason, and you have mm. something unique and special to bring to the table. You have to appreciate that. You have to understand that. that what makes you you? That's God made you you. Mm. But now you got to treat other people. Because now if you have love, love is not going to do something wrong to his neighbor. Read on. Mm -hmm. Verse 10. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. And again, so love you're not going to be doing wrong to your neighbor. Read on. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And that's what it all comes down to. It comes down to a point where you know what it is that we're supposed to do and you're only desiring to do good. And then that's when, when we're at that point, now we're no longer dealing with a problem of lust. We're no longer dealing with covetousness. Now, adultery isn't something you could even consider. Mm. Now you're at the point where you're ready to meet our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. And why is that important? Because right now we are in a, such a unique time where the time right. is so short. Right. There's not much time left. If the if the signs of the times are not there, that's all that's all things let us know what we're not at the very end yet, 
what we very very close so now that we're very very close and you and you're hearing these words now mr powers what are they supposed to do sir verse 11 and then knowing the time yeah and knowing the time there's not much time left read then now it is high time to awake out of sleep yeah you can't be asleep anymore if you're hearing these words now's the time when you got to come in you Mm -hmm. have to reach out blog talk icgjc.org check out us out on other websites we have right miss power with comforter.info that's right the comforter.info the dot comforter.name mm-hmm. um the holy conception unit.org that's right so many ways to reach out to us um as saint james was saying and and this is a a, a great last two verses to end it off at um, Romans 13, verse 11 and 12, because um, just like St. James was going over that, we know the time. Why Why? Mm-hmm. why, do, you, why do you think the Lord and, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has allowed us to bring back this radio show in the time that we're in right now, um, especially being in the pandemic where we can't um, meet physically. We had to come up with another way to get the word out, and the Lord allow us to bring this, the radio show back. Um, that the Holy Gospel Cover established a long time ago to reestablish the truth to the world. So let them know, you, you know, you, you're not going to stop hearing us. We're going to be out there. Whichever way, form, and fashion, God allows us to be out there to get that word out. And we, That's know, right. that time, we know that the time is short. So I'm going to read it again, and I'm going to let St. James break it down beautifully, as he's been doing. Romans 13, verse 11 says this, And that knowing the time... Yeah, that knowing the time, and we know what that time is, that what the time is short. That's how we know. We know the time is short. Read. And now it is high time to awake. Got to sleep. Yes, you you can't sleep anymore. You can't hear these words. You can't hear the word affecting you. Can't be telling you over and over again. You know your conscience is is pulling on you. You know how you've been conducting yourself. How you've been living your life is not right. That little voice inside is that's your conscience telling you. Look now, you got to change. But now you can't just put just lay down and ignore it anymore. Now it's high time to wake out of sleep. Read. I'm sorry, Mr. Powers. What do you want to say? I know you got some more. Oh, no, no. Too. I just want to say, why is now why is now the time to to be awake out of sleep? I'm going to tell you why now. I just wanted to say that why is now mm-hmm. the time? For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Right. Amazing. We so close. And, and they don't realize, St. James, how close mm, we really are. I know. Go ahead. But then what, at this point, what, when, then, we, then when we believe. So if you're a believer, if you really are a believer in Jesus Christ, now's the time you need to reach out. Now's the mm-hmm. time you got to see if you can get access to the comforter, the comforter stream. Those things in these classes that will literally save your life. That's right. That's right. What what we touch on these classes, Saint James, this is this is all going into surface level. Surface level, yeah, surface level. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because listen, it ain't, and we've been taught um, by the greatest teacher that has been in the flesh in this time, and he was taught by the greatest teacher of all time, <laughs> the master teacher, Jesus Christ. Right. Yes, so, sir. Um, you know. 
we, you know, we gonna be we're gonna be teaching the way we've been taught, and then the one that taught us, you got you gotta listen to the Holy God's and Comfort. If you think that we teaching something, right? You know what I'm and what we teaching is what we've been taught, which is all in the glorification of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But Christ says something. He and the Holy God's and Comfort told us that. Well, the Holy God's and Comfort told us this. Um, that when they hear us teaching by the information that He has given us. By, this is why we are always giving titles to information that we are teaching. We will come back and say, um, the Holy Ghost of Comforter taught this class. And the title of this class is this. Because the information that we're getting, the majority of the information that we're getting, that's not, uh, some of it is historical. Something is just, the stuff that we mentioned is just known out there. So we know that's historical. But we're going, like, we're going to the scriptures and we give you that information. We're getting that from the Holy God's and Comfort. He's the one that taught us. This is why we're able to reference where the information is coming from. So you can go back for yourself, for those that's going to be coming in, and see how amazing the prophet of God the Father is as a teacher. This is how you know he was taught directly by Christ. And this is how you know he was taught directly by him, by the one that was taught directly by Christ. When you listen to the way the Holy God's come for the talk. And um <laughs> I mean it's so much St. James. Uh, um Yeah. Look, they they already know this is what episode 12, 13, 12, 12, and a half. 12, 12, 12 and 13. <laughs> it is or oh, 12.5 we you know our producer ends up cutting it up but the main thing is you all know you don't hear anybody else like trying to talk, trying to teach like this. You know it doesn't affect you the same way. You know that what we're saying is absolutely genuine. This is not an act. We're not reading from a script. Right. It's only possible through our Lord, King, and Savior, Jesus Christ, and sending us the Holy God, and Comfort, Holy Apostle, and Chiri Sazadaki. That's it. Mm. And St. James, this is why I said in the beginning, Thank God for just being God. Thank God for just giving us this opportunity to be able to teach the masses. Because one of the greatest gifts, the scripture says, is the gift of prophecy. I mean, we out here letting you know what's going to happen because we got gotten it from the, from the prophet of God, the Father, that the time is short. The end is near. The time is now. Right. Get it together. Return back because... The days that you think are evil are going to get even worse. Because before Christ comes, it has to get extremely bad. And it's going to continue to get. If you think you've seen anything now, St. James, they ain't seen nothing yet. Man. And sorry. that's scary. And that's, that's what I'm telling you. We got to finish up to verse 14 now. <laughs> verse 14. No, no, no. I'm saying we got to read verse 12 and read it on down. You go. Trust me. Yeah, let's go. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. It's at hand. It's close. It's at hand. It's right there. Read. So let me just say this. Uh, mm -hmm. The night is far spent. The night is talking about the kingdom of the night. Um, That's right. The kingdom that you are in right now, the scriptures calls that the kingdom of darkness. It is known as the kingdom of the night. And when it says it's far spent, meaning it already exhausted its time. It's far spent. It's time for that and that kingdom to go out. So the kingdom of light, which is the kingdom of Christ, could be established. The king, the night is far spent. The day right. is at hand, St. James. You got it. That's right. Which is what the kingdom of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's coming. That's right here. It's right at the door. Read. Mm. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Mm -hmm. 
darkness or were the works of darkness as everything that was acceptable and pushed out and promoted in the night mm. in the kingdom of darkness all those works of darkness but now as we're moving forward in christ there's only going to be one standard left that's only going to be the standard of our lord king and savior jesus christ you better know these laws you better know how to conduct yourself you better not be having those works of darkness still on you and in you mr powers and let us put on the and let us put on the armor of light you put on the armor of light mm. Was that that's also known as what the armor of God, mm. and there's a whole breakdown for that, mm. and it all starts with what it all starts with what being held in by the truth, by the girdle, your loins girt about with truth, mm. and then when you add on top of that the breastplate of righteousness, which is your work, your righteous works. That's right. Hmm. It, it, it's amazing how it all comes together. Tell me, Miss Valerie. Oh, again. All things. I mean, it, this this is classes on classes. We're talking about uh, um, uh, or I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> the class with the Holy Ghost cover went over six uh, Ephesians the sixth chapter. Yeah, it's um, the, uh, the the armor war. of God. Um, no, the art of war. I'm like I'm like I'm I like, 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 it's war. It's war, but it's not <laughs> the art, it's of, the art war. of war. That's right. Mm. Right. It's, it's so much, yeah, but that's, that's why it's beautiful. It goes in because the whole breakdown, whole the complete understanding of what of the armor of God, the armor of light. Read on, sir. Let us walk honestly. Yeah, so let us walk honestly. What is walking with God? What is walking honestly? What is keeping and following the commandments of God? Walking with God is what is keeping and following the commandments. Read. As in the day, not in like, rioting. Just like what Mr. Powers was saying, sir. Just like what you were saying. As in the walk honestly, as in the day. What is it? It's in the kingdom of our Lord, King and Savior, Jesus Christ, is what it's referring to. You, you, there's a certain standard that's going. That's only going to be accepted there. Mr. Powers, anything else you want to say on there? Nope. That's it. You got it. Yes, sir. Not in rioting and drunkenness. Yes, yeah, so what's not going to be tolerated in the day in the kingdom of righteousness? What's going on right now on Valentine's Day? <laughs> yeah. And it's, oh, wow. Look at that. And then that, again, that's part of that ritual right that they was doing, that lustful ritual right, which is riding and drunkenness. Look at that, St. James. Amazing. God said, you're not supposed to be doing these things and you're supposed to be walking honestly. Not walking honestly as in the day, like the kingdom's already here. Right. Not in riding and in drunkenness. What's going on at this very moment? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's amazing. It's, it's just so as you're saying, this is other, you know, more breakdowns. Is is like let's walk honestly as in the day. Yeah, you got to show that you're already ready, right? If you if you got to show that you're already ready to inhabit the kingdom of God, you are, you got to already mm. show that you deserve to be a citizen. Of the kingdom of God. Only way that you do that, you gotta be you gotta be conducting yourself that way now. Mm. To prove that you're ready. Not doing these things that are accepted and glorified in the dark. Mm. Riding, drunkenness. Mr. Powers. Not in chambering and wantonness. <laughs> wantonness. Not in chambering and wantonness. 
wantonness is that's that's a severe form of lust. Mm. Wow, here you go again right. with that lust. Right. And what is chambering? All right, you chamber a shotgun. What do you do? Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> Self gratification. Wow. And it applies to both men and women. Yeah, people will say that too. Um, yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to be my own Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own Valentine in my right hand. <laughs> my name is Sally Sue. <laughs> Yeah, this this is reality. This is the truth. This is what goes on heavy in this world. Yeah. And St. James, they tell you that it's okay, that it's healthy mm-hmm. for you. Man, listen, what kind of crap is that, man? Going against God. Yes, sir. You don't understand. You end up destroying yourself. Physically, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Uh I'm gonna keep reading because yes, this, this is a lesson a lot. Not in strife and in envy. Well, look at that. That's all going on today. Yes, sir. There's gonna be strife going on today. There's gonna be envy going on today. There's gonna be killing going on today. All this in the name of lust. In the name of love, I mean, but really mm-hmm. is in the name of lust. That's, that's the right way to say it. Yeah, this is amazing. And that's why I say we gotta read the verse 14 because I just puts it off a cap on it and yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're going to end it off with this. We're in the book of Romans 13, verse 14. But, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, so don't you dare do all those things that is referred to. We just read about Drunk, rioting, drunkenness, chambering, wantonness, lust, strife, and envy. But what? Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. And what can you not do then if you're putting on the Lord the Savior Jesus Christ? Read, Mr. Powers. And make not provision for the flesh. To do what, sir? To fulfill the lust thereof. Mm. Mm. And that's what you're saying, Mr. Powers. Everything that this this so-called day, this day is supposed to be about Valentine's Day is is set aside. Right? It's the day that's set aside to give provisions for the flesh. If I feel the lust thereof, if I understood that breakdown that you was going through earlier, sir. Um, um, definitely, and I want to get one real quick um, mm-hmm. before we end it off, and then we go back. He ended off at the top of that verse, but Romans eight and eight says this: So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Mm. Hmm. Wow. So you in there, um, giving yourself into the flesh. And doing the things of the flesh, which given into that lust, you cannot please God. But what is the commandment from God? We're going to end it off with that. The first part of verse 14 says this. St. James, verse 14, I'm going to read it. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord God Almighty. Praise the Lord, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For the audience that's listening out there, you got a lot of information tonight. And we show you the the, the the true meaning of what a holiday is, which is a holy day, according to the Bible, how it's established. Um, we showed you the origin of Valentine's Day and how it's an occultic practice that dates back prior to the name itself, but has another name to it, and how it was Christianized, and they cabinet it with um, calling it love. 
but it's not really love. But we showed you what real love is according to the Bible and that in keeping or doing things that God told you to do, that's actually the real love. And that when you do the love of God and keep the commandments, that you will not be committing the same acts and the same lustful actions that the majority of the people will be keeping on so-called Valentine's Day, which is today, February 14th. But what are you supposed to do? You are supposed to put on, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you do those things, you're not going to be in the flesh and you will be able to please God. This is Mysteries of the Bible, uh, St. James. This was a wonderful class. Uh, again, I let everybody out. Time is now. Uh, you have to repent. Um, come back to God. Reach out to us. This is your, this is your host, uh, Mr. Powers and St. James with the Valentine's special. And with that, we say Godspeed. Godspeed. Good night. But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. I want you to understand it. It's a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in the mystery. That means to these people, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Mystery, even a mystery, hit from ages through history, generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, the nation, victory. You're listening to, listening to, listening to Mysteries of the Bible. Now, since Mysteries of the Bible has been on the air, uh, our main goal was to establish truth according to God.